Hey guys, welcome to the second episode of Corona Pod. And today's topics are Milestone Million, how the coronavirus pandemic is reshaping the education. The last one is about an extract which I got it from article from Nature. Milestone Million The new coronavirus has now infected a million people across the world. A milestone reached just four months after the pathogen first surfaced in the Chinese city of Wuhan. More than 51,000 have died and 200,000 recovered in what has become the biggest global public health crisis of our time. The highly contagious virus has rapidly eclipsed all recent outbreaks in scale as well as in size, with fewer than just 20 countries in the world remaining free of the reported infections. But, with some virus carriers presenting few outward signs of illness, and many countries unable or unwilling to conduct wider testing, the true number of global infections is likely higher, and some say far higher than 1 million. The US now has most officially recorded case at more than 234,000 according to the John Hopkins University. And the very next is Italy, which also has the highest death toll with almost 14,000 viral fatalities, followed by Spain. Meanwhile, China rejected this week's US intelligence claims that it fudged its virus numbers to downplay the extent of contagion. Elsewhere in India, the situation is starting to look dire. Numbers of cases are set to climb as thousands of health officials race to identify people connected to at least 10 virus hotspots across the world's second most populous country, which finds itself at the back of the line for virus test kits. The second topic is about how the coronavirus pandemic is reshaping education. Many schools around the world is now part of the world's biggest educational technology experiment in history. With 1.5 billion students out of school and hundreds of millions are attempting to learn solely online, the experiment will reshape schools, the idea of education and what learning looks like in 21st century. The pandemic is forcing educators, parents and students to think critically, problem-solve, be creative, communicate, collaborate, and be agile. It is also revealing that there is another way. But as tech connects people in their homes, its limitations for learning are on display for all world to see. The crisis has cast a bright light on deep inequalities, not just in who has devices and bandwidth, which are critically important, but also who has the skills to self-direct their learning and whose parents have the time to spend helping. It is a stark reminder of the critical importance of school, not just as place of learning, but of socialization, care and coaching, of community and shared spaces. Not things teach has hacked too well. The pandemic is giving tech massive insights at scale as to what human development and learning looks like, allowing it to potentially shift from just content dissemination 
to augmenting relationships with teachers, personalization and independence. But the way it is has been rolled out overnight with no training and often not sufficient bandwidth will leave many with a sore taste about the whole exercise. Many people may well continue to associate e-learning with lockdowns, recalling frustrations with trying to log on or mucking through products that didn't make sense. When the storm of the pandemic passes, schools may be revolutionized by this experience or they may revert back to what they know. But the world in which they will exist one marked by rising unemployment and likely recession will demand more education may be slow to change but the post coronavirus economy will demand it and here we come to the last topic in this episode it's about how coronavirus is literally shaking up how the world moves Yes, you heard it right. Coronavirus lockdowns have changed the way Earth moves. A reduction in seismic noise because of the changes in human activity is a boon for geoscientists. Researchers from Belgium who study the Earth's movement are reporting a drop in seismic noise. The hum of the vibrations in the planet's crust that could be the result of transport networks and other human activities being shut down. They say this could allow detectors to spot smaller earthquakes and boost efforts to monitor volcanic activity and other seismic events. And they say the noise reduction of this magnitude is usually only experienced briefly around the time of Christmas. Just as natural events such as earthquakes cause earth's crust to move, so do the vibrations caused by the moving vehicles and industrial machinery. And although the effects from the individual sources might be small together they produce background noise which reduces seismologists ability to detect other signals occurring at the same frequency if lockdowns continue in the coming months city based detectors around the world might be better than usual at detecting the locations of earthquake aftershocks the fall in noise could also benefit seismologists who studied naturally occurring background vibrations such as those from crashing ocean waves to probe earth crust Because volcanic activity and changing water tables affect how fast these natural waves travel, scientists can study these events by monitoring how long it takes a wave to reach a given detector. A fall in human-induced noise could boost the sensitivity of detectors to natural waves at similar frequencies. And here we come to the end of this episode. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you so much. Stay home. Stay safe.